you can direct it, you can control it, but you can also let it free. And this is why I like to write code as well, that you can kind of make that tangibility clear, you know, that I normally have from reflecting on my writing practice. So, Maisa, I think in today's session, we're going to talk about something that's causing you a lot of anxiety, your website. Okay. Are you feeling good today? Can we talk about that? I would like to get it over with, to be honest. It's been haunting me. <laughs> it's been hard lately. I understand. So, my first question is when... You made your website and why you made your website, if you can. I made it in 2018 or actually 2019. And it was after finishing the bootcamp coding school. Mm. And then it was kind of like, well, the whole school was based on more like backend web development, even though it was specific, specifically full stack web development course. And then I was missing this kind of like front end web development challenge where I could you know, like express myself as a as and stuff. <laughs> so then I was like, I the first assignment that I gave to myself is going to be to build my own website. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it was right after actually. I want to translate my portfolio into a website. And I also wanted to kind of understand where does front end fit in the full stack web development because there was not so much of it actually. Mm -hmm. Not so much of it was covered in the course that I was like, okay, I kind of need to rebalance that and just focus on front end. And if we talk about front end, do you think you could explain me a bit the interface of your website? The interface of my website, wow. It's so, you enter my website, myisaimamovic.eu, and then mm. there is- dot .eu, dot .eu. That's my European operations. <laughs> but then there is like a background, that I that is called the background is called temporary.png uh but it's been there since I made the website so it's not really temporary mm -hmm. <laughs> it feels like a very or a very long temporary and it's a image of uh I don't it's from some anime movie I think from Millennium Actress or something I it's it was a, from SpongeBob no always I thought no <laughs> It's <laughs> who am I having therapy with? But it's like an image of Vodafone phone. And then you enter and there's like four cards, which when I kind of was making the design in the beginning, I thought I wanted them to look like windows. So like windows in which I feel like my practice is based. So that's like web development at that time became the new window and then writing. Um, and then I had design which is not part of it anymore and then now it's like writing my text my publications it's the biggest uh, card and then there's uh, one for websites and then a window pops up where I kind of just describe the reflections my reflections on internet what we talk about so is it a window with links or with a text yeah so it's a text oh yeah it's a text and it's a beginning of the recent text series that I started, which is called The Non-Technical Issues. So it basically briefs out uh, each of my, each article is written after I've 
like deploy a website with my client and it they kind of like brief out our collaboration and if we shared any references you know just like reflecting on what happened and also the technologies as well so this also like at the end of this text so this text is kind of like the intro to all these other snippets of text mm -hmm. that are not directly accessible through my website but you can find them on my clients websites so then like the there's a list of my clients websites actually and then there's another window another card uh which is which lists out my current uh, what I'm doing now so like I'm busy with and then the list the projects and then what I was busy with that is also kind of like immediately reshuffling you know like so, so present and past yeah okay. exactly and then I have like recent additions are two buttons default undesigned buttons mm. yeah that and what do what do they lead to so one is called uh, my screenshots and I kind of wanted to bring in my folder from my local computer, from my computer, from my desktop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is uh, like a collection of screenshots that I've been collecting since I was a student actually. But that's like the selection, I kind of have that impulse of course like of screenshots but also like saving some in this folder. So I wanted to also put it on my website because they speak to me and then the other one is called web fantasies and it's a list of all the websites that i want to make but don't have time to and probably will never have time to but it's nice to have them as a list mm -hmm. gives me a bit more anxiety okay and um how, how did you build this website which technologies did you use html css javascript okay statement <laughs> <laughs> all right and um you never thought of using other technologies no okay and um how often do you update your website i i'm actually not super synced with my website and i think that's the core of the problem mm. because i i don't it's not my hands are faster than it i don't know there's something wrong about this website uh so i update it well recently i've been updating it maybe once in two months but that's why i also made this card where i kind of just can list out what i'm currently busy with and what i was busy with because it's easier it's just like a text edition you know and then i don't have to kind of curate all the content yeah you know from before but i would love if i could also kind of like continuously reflect on the content that I'm producing as well so that it's not like only leaning on the documentation but also kind of like on uh, or not even presentation there's I don't know maybe we can analyze this later and for sure or maybe we need more sessions I don't know but I would like to get no, that's an important yeah. point how often do you retrospect your website do you think often about it it haunts me often <laughs> But one retrospection about my website that I refrain from doing is mobile version. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think desktop, like each time I, I think this year I did it more than previous years because of this new card that I made, just like mm -hmm. one fixed element that can become fluid. 
but uh, not so often actually. Maybe once each time I update it that I'm like, okay, <laughs> reflection time. Yeah, I get that. Do you do you often Google yourself and go on your own website just to put yourself in the shoes of someone discovering it again? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Regarding the future prospects of your website, what is coming? What do you plan on changing? Any? I need a new temporary .png for sure. But I also... Ah, the background. You yeah, okay. I need a new background. And I'm thinking new, maybe that should be like my current, my now, you know, this is my now. That should be my background. So now I'm going to finish my first book. And I was thinking I would like to have an image of the book or like the video of the book uh, be my background. And then also maybe like, I would like to make a list of my collaborations without mm, without like categorizing them. These are by format, you know? I don't want, I mean, I think I'm just gonna list out Maisa and the, the name of the collaborator. Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of, I don't know if it would be like a funny or not funny, but like if it would be a smart user experience move to categorize, not categorize the format you know because then it would take ages if you are only interested in my texts or if you're only interested in my drawings or if you're only interested mm. you know like maybe i need some but it also depends on ongoing project ongoing project exactly you can try it out and see how it feels and try over exactly. again exactly i think i need to do that but i'm scared i of course just is do that it. normal no <laughs> definitely normal Okay, then I should do it. I will do it. I promise. Um, and um, if you put yourself in the shoes of someone when you Google your own self, then you must question also who your target group is. For do sure. you define that? Or I do. Is it clear to you who your target group is? I think that's why I'm getting anxious lately because I don't have a target group yet well expression through website you already know that it's not going to reach out to everybody mm. right but then i feel like i should kind of aim for the global audience because i want to be a global user mm -hmm. i get that <laughs> but do i need to be a global user you know what i mean that that's the goal but to the not thing be... and also i want money <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I need, I want to make continuous. <laughs> I need gigs, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking I should make it presentable for potential clients. But then I'm also like, what kind of clients, you know? Exactly, because the more, the more um, close to your practice it is, the more it's going to attract people who understand your practice. But I also feel like if I just go on with the expression that I'm losing clients as well, mm. which is the risk that at the moment I don't mind taking. Yeah, is it a good uh, moment? Or yeah, but I think soon years? it will not be a good moment anymore, you mm -hmm. know? I kind of like to dwell on it, but at the same time, it's always what's risky about these moments is that nothing really bounces back from clients, be it commercial or whatever. Like you always have feedback coming in but from this it's just like a loss doesn't really have so much feedback it just kind of fades out mm -hmm. and it's tricky as a user today in 2022 to not receive any feedback on anything that we are doing which i think is also part of my anxiety mm. that i would also maybe like another therapy for 
Um, did your your website bring you gigs? Do you know that? Mm, I I I lost gigs because of my <laughs> website for sure. Mm, <laughs> well, I don't know if I lost all of them. I did bring me gigs, but I think most of my gigs came through recommendation. Amsterdam is a good place for that in a way. Yeah, it was mainly recommendations actually through friends or friends of friends. Um, I even think that sometimes since lately I've been using my website and my my signature. So I've been using it and then sometimes people, potential clients would not reply after my reply. And I kind of like to think that it's because of my website. Mm -hmm. And then what would be the perfect client in those regards? As a freelancer, a perfect client for a freelancer. Is transparent about the budget expectations and also is willing to negotiate if my budget proposal doesn't uh, meet their expectations that they're willing to negotiate further rather than opt for a fight or flight mode mm -hmm. that there there's kind of like a gray zone when we talk about budget because of course it's all just it's not a yes or no game it doesn't have to be a yes or no game from the beginning A perfect client is somebody who is transparent about the fact that they might be on the lookout for the cheapest web developer. Mm. But then that's already not the perfect client at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, then I can choose if I want to collaborate with this mm, client. You know, I also sense. like to have some choice in the mm -hmm. potential collaboration. And if I may, can I ask you a last question? Of course. Why do you continue coding? Because I love it. I love writing. Writing is the core of my existence. <laughs> and writing code also gives me an insight to a language that has a function because you can see also what it does. You know, it really makes me think about the power of language, literally. You know, that like you can actually modify it, you can direct it, you can control it, but you can also let it free, you know? And this is why I like to write code as well, that you can kind of make that tangibility clear, you know, that I normally have from reflecting on my writing practice. It's very like a theory and practice in a way. It feels like a perfect bridge. But yeah, I mean, I... I also want to continue coding and I think it's great that uh, you're willing to take me in as your patient and we need to <laughs> cross some obstacles. Mm. Until next session, you should maybe try to update your website a little bit, you know, change the background or change like... Can you prescribe me some pills? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? That's such a big homework for a patient. Just change But, one yeah. color, do something. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it will. Maybe just change the temporary .png. That would be already a, a huge move. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maisa. Are we like past 60 minutes or? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we can talk longer. <laughs> okay, thanks. Are you feeling comfortable? Yes. You don't need more water or do you? Mm, no, I'm good, thanks. So we called yesterday and you told me that you've been anxious lately about your website. Yeah, I mean, I've been anxious since day one. Yeah, since you made it. Yeah, since I started even thinking about it. Yeah. 
So we're gonna, what we're gonna try to do today is uh, go through some questions just so I can get an overview of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Try to tackle the problems and come up with solutions and maybe even strategies. Let's not get too ambitious <laughs> okay. for like the first session. I think it's important. So do you want to tell me more about the website? Like when did you make it and why? So I made it in 2018 after mm-hmm. or maybe 2019 when I started coding because actually I wanted to learn coding to make my own website. This yeah. was the goal. And I thought, yeah, I will make my own website and then I'll be able to code on the side and this is going to be my side job, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't go that way at all. I managed to do my own website in a way that because I was so frustrated from this coding school where we didn't learn anything about interface or just very yeah. quickly and I had it, this urge to do something and um, this is how I started but I didn't want to announce it because I was maybe shy or I thought this website is gonna grow you know it's gonna go in one direction I wanted to have a presence online that was not on Instagram. I wanted to show previous projects, but also I didn't want to have the classic portfolio website with all the projects one after another. I mean, it has been complicated since the beginning. That's very stressful. Mm. So I made four versions of my website. Wow. One was one I even didn't dare to push online, actually. Four versions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the first one was just a list mm-hmm. of things I've been busy with, but also a list of projects that were external, but also a list of my friends who had a website. Just a list, lots of lists. Actually, could you explain the inter- like the current version okay, of the so website? Okay, so it's not like that anymore. So now it's completely reshuffled. It's quite classic, which I'm classic. Yeah, which what I'm still mean? processing. Well, mm-hmm. it's a portfolio website now. So like your PDF or... Yeah, kind of. So it has a header, it has a footer, mm-hmm. it has a menu, and it has a body. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging you. <laughs> Headers are great. Yeah, so it has a header which is like moving back and forth, announcing the news. But yeah. it's just with announcing the news. There is no news yet, so it's coming. Yeah. It has a menu... With a scroll too. So it scrolls to the oh, yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it also has an about straight yeah. away. To Is give that some your content. bio? Yeah, it's it's really formal. It's like, oh, I'm based in Paris and I'm freelancing. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. And then comes the body part, which is a first part is what I'm currently busy, busy with. So present tense. Mm-hmm. And then the past, which is a visual scroll through all projects that I've either um, designed and or coded and also previous projects from studies as well. And then yeah. in the end, it's the footer with, where comes obviously all the links I mentioned also before. So it has quite of a common structure, but yeah, the typeface is... Um, one I found on a website. It's a platform where you can find typefaces yeah, made by female. Exactly. And you can, they're open source, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Made by uh, Lauren Furter, designer in Brussels. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was frustrated. I wanted to have, everyone told me I should put more visuals on my website. That yeah. was a bit more clear that I was also a graphic designer and 
also a web developer and that you have a, yeah, a visual overview on everything. Because before that, it was more of an abstract website. Yeah. It had like three columns on refresh. It would change size and change typeface and would change. I would change the color scheme all the time. But that's brave, no? That's for, I mean, I had a lot of fun making this website, but I feel like no, it was not very accessible. Mm-hmm. No one spent so much time browsing in it, clicking on the links. I had to put images. You yeah. Know? I had to put visuals. And what about... Te- is it te- technically complex? Not at all. It's HTML, CSS, JavaScript. Very simple. I thought of making a CMS, but that's also a dedication. Because then yeah. I have to pay for a server, which I'm not at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what if tomorrow I want to change my website completely, you know? The structure. If Yeah, the structure, the content, everything. Yeah. If I want, if I have a crisis and I remove, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Happens. It's, yeah. So I didn't want to dedicate to to a CM to a content management system where you upload your content. Yeah. Because then also you're you're also very limited in how you deal with your content. It's a commitment. But you know, I'm I have this structure now, and now it's time also for me to add little surprises as well. Yeah. Within this quite common structure, I'm gonna add hidden links somewhere. Yeah. And surprises and stuff. Like I have this base now, and I want to move on as well. Yeah. Great that you say that because I'm going to prepare a little homework for you after. And uh, how often do you update it? Um, maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. So once a month, if I, for example, if I update a new project. But for example, now the background is, has this apple green color and I'm fed up with it. I will yeah. change that. Maybe put an image or a selfie or a video, like who knows yeah uh or maybe yeah maybe another color no no not a gradient oh i may you know you never know i can change it i can change it now if you want and uh how often do you retrospect your website or like reflect on it and go back and stalk your own (laughs) work think about it all the time and i always think of how i can improve it and how can i make it like how it can merge as close as much as possible with my current interest and yeah and yeah. things I'm busy with could be professional but be- very personal too I think yeah. it's I'd like to play also with this boundary you know with this this fi- fine line between those two and yeah right now it's a bit too professional I feel like even though it's you know yeah and um and do you have any future prospects for your website? Like something planned that you really yeah. want to do? I'm going to change the arrow of the slideshows. Yeah. What is it going to be? I don't know. You didn't? I, it's going to be a bit bigger and I will draw it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have any color in mind when you think about these components? No, this comes very intuitively. Yeah. Yeah. I figure it on out your on mood. the moment. Yeah. On the mood, season day of the week yeah that makes sense and uh, you mentioned that it's very professional at the moment yeah so that also tells me that you're aiming for a certain audience yeah well who is your target audience i mean everyone's welcome for sure everyone I mean, in the past, I felt like my website was not accessible enough. Sometimes I would even remove my signature from emails because I was like, okay, this is not going to be positive, you know. And now I try to make it um, more approachable 
And yeah. so that, I would say, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Wow. The whole world. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> wide world. That's a bit too ambitious. I think that's that's where the problem resides. Maybe yeah. we are we're getting closer. We're getting mm -hmm. to something. And uh, did it bring you gigs? Because you also you work as a web developer. Yeah, I have no idea. No one ever tells me. Once I had one good comment on a previous website. Mm -hmm. Happened once. What <laughs> was the comment? That was interesting <laughs> and nice probably interesting nice <laughs> that's valuable mm -hmm. and um if it brought me gigs i don't know sadly i think instagram and mm -hmm. also yeah recommendation brings more gigs this is often the problem actually in the creative context that yeah i think it's just the world the mom where we are now under this regime like definitely the social <laughs> platforms are winning the game still sure but sometimes uh, i get contacted and people are like do you have a website yeah 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 don't you feel that it's sometimes it's a hesitation if you should answer the question mm. or just say i don't have a website 100 percent yeah because yeah. it's such a statement to have a website you know yeah they're they can be very uncomfortable as much as comfortable yeah can you please define who would be the perfect client for you? I think the perfect client is someone who has, who is willing to have a conversation about their online digital presence, mm -hmm. you know, where we can define together what it will mean. Yeah. And where we can talk about maybe emotions as well. Someone who's not close to that. Yeah. Closed. Yeah. Someone who pays fairly, of course, someone who pays in time, someone... And also someone who's not having any power dynamic because they're paying you, you know? I see yeah. that more as a collaboration and mutual help, you know? Yeah. So that would be for me the perfect client. Yeah, that sounds good. I hope that they exist. For sure. They, they should exist, yeah. Yeah. Why do you continue coding? To update my website. <laughs> To still know the tools? <laughs> no, I don't know. Version 4.0. It has so many... I mean, um, websites uh, have endless possibilities of how they should exist online and how what they bring to the people. And, yeah. And there is so much hope. And I think I'm, I'm aiming towards doing something a bit more like collective or something to have like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something more collective that reunites people on a platform or something. I mean, I th I, I see there are lots of interesting um, structures that exist, and this gives me a lot of hope. And I feel like there are so many more hybrid objects we can create. You know, like it's not uh, it's not only social platforms or e-shops or this or that. Like we could make there is much more room for for hybrid um, things, you know, like yeah. I'm so fed up with these websites that as soon as they are launched, I feel like they are dead, you know? Yeah. yeah like yeah, they are yeah. launched and that's it. And then there is no excitement anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think there is much more to discover and to, yeah, to build and. Well, now we have two minutes left. So I have to 
I would like to arrange another session with you. Mm -hmm, I think yeah. we still have a lot to cover, but before seeing you next time, I would like to give you a little homework. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I noted down, I think at the moment, what you're having, this anxiety that keeps coming back is um, you're suffering a bit from the containers of your achievements. Mm -hmm. So how to represent your achievements. I think you're too focused on the structure mm. rather than what you see is fulfilling you, you know, like creatively. And it seems like you're a very creative person. And it seems like web development and coding is important to you, of course, to your hands. So I would suggest that you make small steps in your coding or like start, of course, like with your website. Uh, or maybe even somebody else's website. So mm. like the client's website, try try the hidden comments. I think mm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what you should do. Hidden and really com just like reflect on what can be ephemeral about your coding practice, because I think you are an ephemeral coder. I love that, that term. Yeah. I think you are <laughs> an ephemeral coder too. <laughs> We are ephemeral, ephemeral coders. coders. <laughs>